0: Everyone, I hope everybody's having a good week so far. We at Motown we survived the first race of the season and my first race ever, uh, the mail run, which was last weekend. So it was uh, two teams from Motown that ran. It was Frank running the 12 dog team, and then Stephanie Love, another local musher from Duluth, running the 8 dog team. The 12-dog race consisted of two 50-mile loops separated by a four-hour rest. And then the eight-dog race was, I think it was two 35-mile loops separated by, I think it was a three-hour rest. So all the dogs are doing fine. Everybody did great. Um, Frank came in, I think it was eighth place, um, after having to drop two of his dogs because they just got a little too tired. But Stephanie Love came in fourth in the eight dog race, which is awesome. We're so happy that you know her team just just did great. They were so fast and they just kept driving no matter what. So that's awesome. Um, and you know, everybody's, all the dogs are back at Motown recovering and everybody's doing great. No major injuries. So, um, yeah, it was just overall, it was, it was a great experience. In addition to Frank and Stephanie, we also had a whole team of handlers kind of working in the background and making sure that the dogs were, you know, taken care of during rest periods. And then also making sure that Frank and Steph got out of the shoot at their start times and help them back in, getting the dogs back to the truck, that sort of thing. So Steph's team consisted of her friends from Duluth, uh, Leah and Britt. And then Frank had me and Mike, who works at Stone Harbor. And then also Lisa, who is one of their oldest friends and who has been handling for Frank. I think this is like her 20th year handling for them at races. So that's pretty cool. And then Sherry was overseeing the whole thing kind of teaching us as we went because a lot of the handlers it was our first time or we hadn't handled in a long time either way so so Sherry kind of just led us through the whole process and made sure that everything was running smoothly so shout out to the awesome handlers who kept everything going and shout out to Sherry for doing an awesome job and keeping us on track and keeping the dogs healthy and warm and safe and just making sure everybody was doing okay. I would say the hardest things about the mail run were um one, for one, it was really cold. I don't think it really went above zero degrees at all during the day, even when it was like sunny and, and in the middle of the day. So I probably should have worn another layer, but I survived with the help of hand warmers and toe warmers. And um, and also Sherry kind of every now and then would just make me go warm up in the truck with the heater if she thought I was looking a little bit too, I guess, cold. <laughs> so that helped. And then also it was just a really long, long day. Um, not just the race day. I mean, that was like from pretty much five in the morning until... 11 o'clock at night. But then the day before we packed up the dogs in the truck and got everybody to the lodge where we were staying near trail center. And then on Sunday after the banquet for the mushers, we had to do the opposite, you know, get everybody home. And, you know, it was 20 dogs total. So it was a lot. Um, so I'm glad there were a lot of handlers to help out. So yeah, those, I would say those were the two things that were the hardest were the weather and then just how, how much energy that it was required to, to keep going through, through the long day. As far as um, the best parts of the day, I would say number one was, um, it was getting to watch the dogs take off, each of the teams take off from the shoot there were so many incredible volunteers who helped each team get to the shoot and get them in position to go. And uh, so that was, it was fun getting to talk to some of them. And then, you know, I've only ever seen the dogs take off on training runs. So getting to see the teams take off in the context of a race was just, it was so cool. I mean, these dogs would be like howling and barking and jumping and they just were ready to go. And it was kind of chaos. And then, And then the volunteers would let go and the musher would pull up, you know, his snow hook with the help of another volunteer. And then, bam, those dogs were just were just out the gate and onto the trail. And and they just went silent. You know, it was like they just instantly knew it was time to focus. And so, I mean, it was just it was an amazing thing to watch. And I even after Frank took off, I I just stood there and kept watching. I had to keep watching more teams take off because I couldn't you know, I couldn't take my eyes away from it. It was just it was just incredible. And. The other cool thing about the day was that I got to be on the Boundary Waters podcast, which is another WTIP podcast. So thank you to the WTIP team for allowing me to be um, play a little part in a second podcast and, and tell a little bit more about the story of, of how I ended up here with Frank and Sherry. So that was definitely the second coolest thing about the day in addition to everything else that was going on. And last but not least, I have to, of course, mention Indy, who, for those who don't know, he's one of Frank's marathon dogs, and he, he's blind. He's completely blind. He um, lost both of his eyes around three, three and a half years ago, because of a rare condition affecting his his eyes. And so, this is the first year that Indy has been able to race. He needed a little bit of time to adjust to being being blind and. And then Frank started taking him on little training runs, and he just got better and better and better. And this year, he worked really hard, and he actually made the team. So there was a blind dog on Frank's team at the mail run. And I snapped a picture of him, just you know, him with a big grin on his face, kind of in a moment of quiet. And, and Frank shared it on Facebook, and then some reporters found out about it. So now Indy has appeared in the City Pages and People Magazine um did a little write up about him too. So Indy's officially I think the most famous creature that I've that I know, which is really cool, but he's just so incredible. He's you know, you would think a blind dog would be like skittish or shy, but I don't I've never seen a new person walk up to Indy without Indy just wanting love and hugs and and just wanting to get to know whoever it is. Like he's just he's such a special dog and and I remember the first time I I you know, saw Frank hook up a team and I drove behind them on the ATV and Indy was on the team. And I just remember thinking like, wow, how is this blind dog going to be able to run? And he just, he did so well. He just, I think he has learned to sort of sense what's going on around him. And Frank always puts him with a dog who is sweet and and Indy feels feels comfortable next to. So, you know, and he's really strong too. I think he's one of the strongest dogs in the yard. It's like he's the hardest dog to harness and and hook up because he's just got so much muscle and he's all over the place. I mean, he's just incredible. And also, I thought it was funny that during the rest period between the two 50-mile legs, you know, we, would, we put blankets on all the dogs and had them rest. And they all kind of lay down and passed out. But Indy was like the last dog to lie down. He just like was ready to keep going. He didn't need a rest. He didn't want to rest. And so he's just an incredible dog. And I'm so glad he's getting all this recognition because like I was telling Frank, you know, I kind of – forgot almost that Indy was blind because he doesn't I don't think he realizes that he's got this you know condition so it wasn't until we were standing with Frank taking off on the second leg we were holding onto the line and a a volunteer was next to me and he said does that dog blind and I was like oh yeah that's Indy and then after they took off I thought about and I was like wow this is a really special dog like we shouldn't really take that for granted so way to go Indy he's going to be in the bear grease not next weekend but the one after and I have no doubt that he's going to do just fine. Petunia wanted to say a quick hi to everyone who is listening. This has been Sled Dogs, Cold Toes, and a Gal from Texas, an original WTIP podcast production. Stay tuned for the next segment airing every Friday morning on North Shore Community Radio and online at WTIP.org.